Hello, and welcome back to the second part of how many parts we don't know yet. It depends on what the sponsor is willing to pay for of the uh, trials and tribulations of Aaron and the rabbi's solution. Aaron is in despair. Aaron does not know where the future will take him. He does not know what will give him hope. And so we have thrown down the gauntlet. The rabbi is preparing wisdom beyond the ages, but Aaron has to give us some indication of where to go with it. So Aaron, what will give you hope? Oh boy. Um, well, I, I, said, I said previously what would give me hope uh, it would be probably turning off my cell phone and burying my head in the sand. Uh, and I, I, think, I think what I meant by that was um, uh, removing uh, the forced negative perspective uh, from, uh, uh, from, from, from my pocket, from my hand. Uh, and, and I may be giving myself um, more of a break. So maybe not necessarily putting my head in the sand, but looking out of an actual window uh, into real life, into what I see and into what I'm a part of, into what I touch, instead of looking through my device into what um, I, I cannot really affect, but will just uh, absorb and, and suffer from. Um, so I, I think that's a good answer. Isolation of any kind has, has never worked for the individual. Few human beings can be lighthouse keepers, though all lighthouses are now automated. You can't be a lighthouse keeper anymore. But being a hermit is not for the faint of heart. It's not for most human beings. Human beings are social creatures. We like each other. We want to be with each other. And that's what the success of Twitter and Facebook and what we're doing is because we socialize. We want to see and hear other people. The, what will give you hope is accepting what is. In Judaism, every human being has the good inclination and the bad inclination, the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah Tov. In Islam, Muhammad taught good inclination, the bad inclination. And Muhammad described the struggle as a jihad. Unfortunately, some politically minded people have given jihad a bad name. In Islamic teachings, jihad is that internal struggle that we have because we have both inclinations. And the secret is no one can be all good, no one can be all bad. The secret is how do I balance my two inclinations? So if I find myself, and we can make it optimism and pessimism, it doesn't have to be good and bad inclination. We're talking about the, the balance that goes on inside of us. And if we find we're being pulled toward a more negative, we have to stop and say, what am I exposing myself to that is in reinforcing <clears throat> my negative views of everything? And if I find I'm being at the opposite extreme and being a Pollyanna, that's not good either. I wanna say, wait a minute, I'm not seeing the world as it is. The world is a good and a bad place. <clears throat> it's gray, it's the middle, it's neither extreme. And if I'm seeing the extremes, then I have to stop because it's making me unhappy. And that's what's making you unhappy is you're leaning towards one direction is not in balance, you're out of balance. 
Uh, <clears throat> it would be nice to believe in a moral imperative. It would be nice to believe that human beings should be nice to each other and all be Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts and take an oath of allegiance and do all these good things. However, the reality is people do good things, people do bad things. And the, the happiest people are those that are balanced, that acknowledge, yeah, I've done some stupid things. I really have. And I've also done some good things. And I've done some really bad things. And I've done some really good things. And I want to balance it, acknowledging what I've done and what I haven't done rather than the looking for a, a way out. There's no way out of this. It's how we treat our lives, how we think, what we do day to day. And it's an exercise, it's a practice. And it's something that is really hard with some professions. You know, it, yeah, you look an artist in particular, right, Joe? It's really hard to stay on balanced, isn't it? I personally am very pleased when I do something stupid because I find that very affirming. But is this, are, to move it even further east in, in culture, is this yin and yang? Is this the constant search for the balance between the positive and negative humors of, of old England time? And uh, are we going to start leeching again? And uh, Well, leeching is being used now. It's back. Leeching is back. So don't put it down in, in draining some infections and wounds. So we know how it works and we can use it. But think about music. What makes music pleasing and what's cacophony? Cacophony is when the sounds strike each other, when they're out of sync. What does the word harmony mean? It means in sync. And it means being in one with. And evidently, that's the most pleasing when things can have a balance. Well, my, my first question is, how much does a lighthouse keeper pay? <laughs> I, 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 I like what you're saying about this, this finding balance between optimism and pessimism. I like this idea of, of finding balance between like the, the, the optimism and pessimism of, of the world that you're exposing yourself to and that you're absorbing and all that. Um, and I, as an individual, uh, this makes perfect sense to me. And in, in fact, just thinking about it is actually giving me this sense of calm and, 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 I, and I see the wisdom in it. That being said, uh, how do we convince a world that absolutely hates that kind of gray, a world that thrives on this black well, you're gonna and white love story, my black and white later? Aaron, you're going to love this. It's not your responsibility to do the world. The world isn't your problem. And the no, world... but, but, but part of it should be, shouldn't it? No, if no, I'm a no, it isn't. If I'm, no, a, it isn't. I'm a responsible actor nope. in this world, nope. I'm trying to create a better nope. place. Is it, Only... is it not... Nope, only for you and those who touch your lives. You're not responsible for those across the ocean. You're not responsible. Do you know that every dead person on Mount Everest was an overachiever? I like that, yes. It's kind of a scary thought when you think about things like that. No, I'm not responsible for people summiting Everest and, and doing, I'm not responsible for hang gliding on cliffs. I'm not responsible for the morality of, I'm responsible for me. And if we all did that, then your goal would be accomplished. The so problem are you saying is that, well, I was gonna say, so are you saying that, it, but, but you know, based on the, the world that you touch, well, now, now with my cell phone, now with Twitter, now with Facebook, now with Instagram, my world is, is the world, 
right? I touch, or at least I have this sense that the world, that, that everything is, is, is uh, at my fingertips, and, is close by. And that's why we're having this discussion. And that's why we're putting it on YouTube. So right. we're using the very things you're talking about. Now, whether people listen or not, isn't my prop responsibility. And to get depressed, because we only have, um, what did we say, Joe? We have 10,000 people who subscribe to our channel. If, if, I, if that's not enough for me, then I have a problem. It's my problem. It's not, and I think what you're doing is what I call the Miss America syndrome. When you listen right, to the Miss America speech, I want to save the porpoises. I want to save the, the blue crabs. I want to save the shrimps. No, you don't. Because if you're spending your energy there, then you're not going to spend your energy with that one student in your class who could benefit from you or the two students because your mind is too far away. It's impossible to save the world and to save your corner of the world at the same time. It's impossible. So if you want to save the universe, then you're in the wrong profession, the wrong job. You can start doing something else. But if you're, you want to have hope, then you, you need to work on your, what you touch, what you reach, not what you can't reach. You know, I'm really annoyed that I can't be an NBA. I'm not a big basketball player. That really, and I'm not a big hockey star. That really bothers me. In fact, I'm not going to sleep tonight because I, I can't be an astronaut. I certainly could do that, but who's dooming me? The question that I need to ask myself, and I guess this question is a question that anyone in a similar position could ask themselves and it would be a different answer for everyone is, you know, what should or can I do to keep my world focused on my small corner? Right. And don't even say small corner, it's just your corner. Well, I like adding the word small. It gives it this kind of cozy feeling. I want to okay. be in my small corner, my small, well-decorated, well, well-apportioned yeah. corner right. with lots of natural light. I'm like, it's probably my small corner. Right. Just because everyone else in the, in a supermarket is mean or nasty to the people working the registers, I can't stop or control them. I'm not, I can't, if I get upset for them, I'm torturing myself. What I can do is I can be polite. And as long as I acknowledge my contribution, I have hope. But once I start wanting to control the world or stop other people, then I'm do, I am dooming myself. Because again, if we look at our, the religious leaders throughout history, we look at Jesus, look at Moses, look at Muhammad, and, and keep going to all the religions on the planet. If these great individuals couldn't change the masses, but the ones that were successful were the ones that focused their dream where they could. And they're the ones that give us hope. I guess then my, my next question challenges, I guess kind of what we said on our, the last episode, which was if, if we all, if it's impossible for, or if people thinking that they can change more than their corner, um, if we live in a world full of people whose, whose perspective is of, of changing the world and changing more than they have any right to think that they can change, and that is, I, then I feel like that's what's happening. I feel like we are living in like a doomed a world, not a doomed world, but a world full of doomed people. No, um, because we've always had people like that. And we've always had people that took care of their little corner of the world. There are a thousand preachers in the Commonwealth of Virginia who 
aren't going to be on television. They don't have Lear jets and they don't have huge congregations and they give hope. The people they work with are nice people. Visit the towns all over the Commonwealth and you run into lots of great people. And when you talk to them, they belong to a local church. Their local pastor said something to them. And their local pastor isn't changing the universe, but he is. She is. They are doing it because they're touching these people who touch other people. And again, it comes back to who am, where am I going to look? Am I going to look at all the misery and horrible things human beings do to each other? And yeah. Or am I going to look at all the good things that have been done to people? Rather, both have been done. And that's what makes up our universe and our hope lies in doing what we can do in our corner, our little corner of the Commonwealth of Virginia. So maybe it comes down to, am I doing enough or am I doing enough? What I'm doing is okay for me and I'm not gonna worry about whether or not it affects the world. Yeah, you know what, Joe? It's not a, you can do more. You can get clothes for the closet. You can gather food for the pantry. Now, you're not gathering food for people all over the universe. You're doing it for your, the neighbors, for the people near you. It's, a, it's exactly what I'm saying. So you stop and you say to yourself, if I need, if I would feel more comfortable doing more, I'm not going to feed the masses across the ocean. We have people starving in the Commonwealth. I'm going to help get food for them. Winter is coming. People need winter coats. I'm going to start helping get coats. But this isn't the Miss America where I'm going to save the universe. And I think that's the mistake, Aaron, is when we focus on the universe, on everyone, rather than seeing I can do good and I can do this. And that's OK. When I was in the hospital, above my computer on my desk, my sign, the sign read, I'd come in in the morning and I'd read the sign. You're going to have a good day because you found someone to blame for yesterday's mistakes that you made. And I, I think that's the crux of your question. That's the answer is, and it's because we have trouble accepting what is, yeah. I sometimes do stupid things. Well, one thing that isn't stupid, Rabbi, is listening to your advice. It always gives me hope, and I hope, Aaron, it helped you as well. And I'm sure my audience or our audience agrees that uh, in the end, you have a purpose in life and that it's a positive uphill road and just believe in it and believe in yourself. And if and like, nothing else, go get yourself a beer and some ribs. And like my sign says, the end is always near. It's just not here today. Well, thank you both. Good night.